0: Good evening, Bill.
1: Good evening, Stanley. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to another episode of BS Car Guys podcast. We are excited that you're with us this evening. Um, We are going to talk about some random stuff tonight. Um, We're going to talk about words that the car community has brought us. And we're going to also talk about some SUVs.
0: And our things that car people say that annoy us and oh and new stuff because last week we got a bunch of new stuff but uh if there is a particular young lady that is uh listening this week i think uh your husband needs a motorcycle See, I said it in the beginning. She could not have missed that part. she probably tuned us out the rest of the time, but she she, she would have heard that part.
1: Um, I'll make sure she listens to this episode for at least 30 seconds.
0: And right after you allow him to get a motorcycle, you must talk to another young lady that whose husband needs a motorcycle. Draw your own conclusions.
2: Yes, that's correct.
0: But yeah, anyway, Bill. Yes, sir. A lot of new stuff happened last week. There was before some new get, stuff. Before we fall in your, your very expensive SUV hole, I need to get your opinion on some of these new things that happened last week. All right, let's do that. Uh, obviously, I guess, I guess. Is it obvious? I don't know. Uh, um, what is obvious? Uh, Mustang.
1: Yes, Mustang. Thoughts. Um, Well, I mean, it's a mild redesign. It's a refresh, as you say, or as they say, or someone might say. Um, So I'm not mad at it. Um, I do think for a performance car, there's way more screen in that car than you need. However... The retro gauge is pretty cool. And also they have a feature where you can minimize the gauge views and it basically like blacks everything out except for the tack, which I think was a smart move, um, you know, because they're basically selling like a track only version of it. And if you're buying it for track use, you definitely do not need that big giant infotainment screen. That's a waste of money. It's a waste of resources. Um, so, having the ability to turn it all off is great. Charging people for it and then having them turn it all off seems counterproductive. But, hey, make a profit where you can, I guess.
0: Yep. I was, uh, to be honest, I was a little under. I was, I'm I'm glad that that car still exists. Uh, you know, we've talked about it before. I don't have car uh, an issue with the Mustang. I have uh, some bit of an issue with Mustang people. They didn't seem to like me. I didn't seem to like them. So, well, well oh, well.
1: What what I thought would be the more appropriate conversation to have about the new Mustang would be a little, like, um, contrast between it and the new electric Challenger thing oh, we, we,
0: that we got can, revealed. Because,
1: to me, I think the Mustang makes a statement, like, you can still build a two-door sports car with a V8, and that's what people would rather have. Okay.
0: Um, I, uh, I, I agree with you. And, uh, and most of the, I agree mostly with you on that. Um, I think there was room in, uh, the Dodge lineup for the next generation or the iteration of the muscle car to sell right beside the current iteration of the muscle car, because you know how I feel about that, that that's the only muscle car that really exists with an American badge on it. I know if we disagree. Oh, oh, well, we're not going to get that into it that right now. but I think I thought there was room in the lineup for both of them at the same time, okay. Uh, I think we talked we talked about that a little bit before, but I, there's nothing. look, they already milked uh, what twenty five hundred years out of their car.
2: You know, what's yeah. wrong
0: yeah, what what's wrong with a couple more, you know, gonna get obviously, um, there are people out here still buying them because people out here doing dumb things in them as if (laughs) right. Uh, uh, They, every weekend there is like a meeting of like 150 of them around here and they seem very popular. So maybe they, maybe I want to rethink that a little bit. Uh, But back to the Mustang, back to the Mustang a little bit. Um, I was, I, 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 I think the car looks good for a refresh. And I know they said, oh, we did all this new stuff. You did do a lot of that new stuff. The car is a lot of evolution versus revolution when it comes to looks and everything. That interior, I like the old 5.0 gauges. I think that screen is a little bit uh, too big, like you said. Maybe when I see it in real life, I'll change my opinion. But I, I had a, uh, a a I was looking at the pictures in a group. And I was like, wait a minute. And I had. A, uh, I was looking at the pictures and I come up to the three quarters angle, right? Yeah. And um, then I had this epiphany or revelation or whatever word we want to put there right now about that car. You know what that car really looks like to what? me? What? And this is this is going to tie into something I'm going to say that car people say. That annoyed me. If you look at the picture of that car from the top three, front three quarter view. And matter of fact, um, can I share this? I guess I should go ahead and share this. Go um, ahead and share. It. Share away. That car looks like a Dago Camaro.
1: Yeah. Everybody's saying that online too. There's a lot oh. of.
0: There's yeah, a lot I of hate.
1: There's a lot of hate on the book face um from from people saying that it looks like a a camaro and that's all fine and dandy but if you go back one generation one iteration refresh of the camaro you can say the same thing that the camaro looked a lot like the mustang right I i mean they they overlap
0: for a reason Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying it's a bad thing cuz I I think the the Camaro looks good from every angle except from the front. But
1: <laughs> well, I think the Camaro looks good from every angle except from the side. I do think the one thing the Mustang and again, I think seeing it in person will make a difference. But I do think the one thing the Mustang is still getting right is that the the windows aren't like gun slits. That's always been my biggest complaint with the Camaro is that you there the visibility is terrible. The windshield's tiny. Side windows are tiny, back windows
0: are. I agree. I agree. Significant. You can see what I'm doing on screen, right? Yep. Uh, you see this little part right here? Yep. That's the part that stood out. I mean, it's like, and I look there is. and it's I look at the spoiler. I was, I was like, man, that kind of looked like a better looking Camaro.
1: <laughs> yeah, it does. That 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 hip line and the spoiler, you're right, are very, um, Camaro esque
0: yeah yeah so uh yeah so yeah I appreciate the car still around I kind of bummed out of the fact that the uh that the uh, EcoBoost loses its manual I understand yeah. that the take rate on that wasn't wasn't that high but man offer it Here,
1: here's what I'm excited about they're offering a bronze package which which yeah. means you can get like bronze accents with any color and any trim including the EcoBoost boost which means White with bronze wheels. My new favorite look is a thing uh-huh. you could do with a Mustang.
0: Okay, I, I, I'm feeling. I'm feeling. I still think. Um, uh, excuse me. Ooh. Well, how do you feel about those uh, two? I guess I'm gonna call them controversial because I think they're kind of weird. I don't get on the the interwebs and figure this out stuff out uh, about that the drift brake, the drift e brake thing. And the uh, the rev from the uh, from the key fob thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, we'll start. I'll start with the key fob thing. It's it's gimmicky. It's probably only going to get used by people in parking lots at Mustang meetups and cars and coffees and like. I don't have a problem with it. They'll never they'll never sell that option in the, in Europe because they have soft limiters on everything in Europe. Mm-hmm. Um, so why have a keychain rev up app option when you are limited to like 3,500 RPM? Um, but I mean, I'm okay. I, it, look, it's fine. If I had the car and it had that option, I might do it once or twice,
2: but that's probably about it. So it's a novelty. um, the what was
0: the other one? The uh, the drift brake.
2: Yes, the drift
1: brake. Hey, we were just talking last episode about when we were talking about Koenigsegg and taking the technologies that already exist and using them for better purposes, right? Electronic parking brakes and handbrakes exist. have existed for a while now, so making an electronic handbrake that you can put in like a track mode and use it as a drift brake so that it never actually locks. It just actuates with the use of the handle. That's smart. Like I I say, good job Ford, Um, you know, because then people who buy that to do drifty stuff, don't have to spend money chopping up and modifying their car. You know, it's the, it's the equivalent as if Jeep started putting, you know, light bars on Wranglers from the factory. Like everybody's going to go do it. So give it as an option. I, I'm okay with that. I kind of like that better than the Q chain engine rev.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel you. Um, uh, anything else about the Camaro? Cause there's a couple other things that came out there. I guess.
1: You mean the Mustang?
0: Oh, oh, oh my bad. That, that, that yeah. I no. I apologize. <laughs> No, I'm good. I, I actually, I actually did I, actually <laughs> did misspeak. I
1: Yeah, I, I could tell it wasn't on purpose. I thought it was funny though. Um, no, I don't have anything else. I mean, I, I look. It's it's a refresh. It's not the most exciting thing. I really thought that they were gonna unveil it as an electric, and that that was it was just gonna be. There might be an EcoBoost option, but there wouldn't be a V8 option. And then people would spend three years asking for a V8, and then they'd do a special edition where they brought back the V8. And, like, I really thought that's what we were going to be in for. So I was pleasantly surprised with the result.
0: Cool, cool. Um, so, all right. What about the Chrysler 300 getting the 6.4 back? How do you feel about that?
1: Yeah, I guess I missed that piece of automotive news. What?
0: How do you miss these things? Well, how? I I work. I stay busy. I, I work, too. I stay busy. All right, anyway, seeing how you missed it. Um, uh, the 6.4 is going to... Uh, 6.4 liter, i.e. the 392, is going to be, uh, be placed back into the Chrysler 300, and it will be the... Uh, the last, this is going to be the last year across the Chrysler, uh, 300. And they're going to make 2,300 cars. 2,000 of them come here. 300 of them go to Canada.
1: I, I'm not mad. I mean, that's fine. I, I like bringing back the, keeping the V8 as an option. Like, I think we should do more of that.
0: Yeah. And they bring back the, uh, the 300C name. So, yeah. I don't understand, to be honest, I don't understand why they haven't been making that car the whole time. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, I don't get it. Um, what else? It was there. Because so, there was, I guess it didn't really happen there. It happened off-site like two okay. days before. Uh, we talked about the Equal, not, no, we're not talking about EVs today. We're not doing that. But let's just talk about this thing. All right, so the other thing that came out is uh, that last week was the uh, Ferrari, or sangue. Did, it, did I say it right? Pure, pure, pure sangue. Pure
1: sangue. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. So this is the part of the podcast where Bill falls into this hole, and uh, we're gonna have to pull him back out because. Uh, all right. So you know what. What were your initial thoughts about it? What were your thoughts before you saw it?
1: Okay, my thoughts before I saw it and before I read about it and watched videos about it was of course Ferrari's going to build a, an SUV, quote unquote. A hatchback. Ferrari's going to build a hatchback. Yep. That was that was so. my thought. It was like great, another that was it? Another hatchback. Before I saw it, but then I saw it, and then I read its specs, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and then I watched a video on it, and then I watched a Mm -hmm. second video on it, and a third
2: video on it, and then I decided it's my new favorite Ferrari. What? Yep. What? Yeah, it's my new favorite Ferrari listen Um, i all
1: i always i always had a secret thing for the ferrari ff and and then the luso that came after the ff uh uh-huh i I always liked both of those cars because it was a ferrari with a back seat that also looked good and had all-wheel drive so this is all of those things just slightly taller and this is the only Ferrari you can still get with a V12. Everything else is twin turbo V8s or weird hybrid systems. So this is it. This is the last this is the last vestige of of a heritage of V12 cars front engine like cuz to me this is just a car. I mean they may want to call this an SUV, but they're putting super high performance like summer only tires on there. It's Okay, it's got a little higher ride height, but it's got, like, ridiculous, crazy aero bits on it. Um, It's got cool suicide doors. Like, I, I actually really like it. And that's really what led me down to this rabbit hole of, like, are luxury
2: hatchback station wagon things better than I thought they were?
0: You know... People have said many things about me over the years. A thing not said very often is or observations like, you don't got nothing to say. And I truly have nothing to say. I I I didn't know how to take that. I
1: You thought I was gonna just tear into it and say how much I hated it and it's the dumbest
0: car ever and I thought Crushing the Old Bill was gonna come out and uh-huh. it's going to go down. To, 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 uh, I, you know what? Let me collect myself. All right, cool. So I'll tell you what I thought about it before, and then I saw it, and then my mind's kind of blown. <laughs> All right, so I have uh, I have had a uh, not-so-secret love affair with the FF and the Lusso ever since it came out. I always, uh-huh. thought was, always thought it was the coolest Ferraris ever. Uh-huh. Uh, so yeah. And all I wanted, I was like, hey, bring that back kind of taller, and maybe I'll be okay with, with And that's what that's what they did. Yeah, because the all-wheel drive system is essentially an evolution of the the, yes. the, the stuff on the Lusso. It got the V12. And people who said the V8 Lusso sucks because they hate the V12, hey, cool, give it to me. I'll be happy with it. Right, but, <laughs> right. Um, but then I saw it, and I was like, okay. This is a lot of what I thought it was going to be. And, you know, I watched a couple of videos about it and everything. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. Uh, the doors make sense, but I'm not going to tell you I like them. <laughs> I, I like them. I, I just, they make sense for what it is. But I, 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 want, I almost wanted to see what Ferrari designers could do with that four-door vehicle in the modern day i wanted to see sure how they would what they would do with the with the with the c-pillar you know i just want to see what they would do with that because they always do something kind of weird and cool um i don't have a complaint about it i completely understand why they uh why they are making this thing. Yep. Uh, Every one of them, did you read the news today that they had to to stop reservations because they they are getting bombarded so much?
1: See, that's going to be the challenge is because Ferrari has never been the best mass producer of vehicles. Right. Um, So that's the challenge because I, I don't know that Ferrari is physically prepared for the volume that this may generate of sales. Um, the other thing yeah. that it, 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 it risks doing for Ferrari is it, it also changes their value in the marketplace because these vehicles, as cool as they are and as hot as they will be right out the gate, mm-hmm. they will not be, they will not appreciate the way other Ferraris do. They will; these will depreciate because they're just another commodity vehicle.
0: Uh, I kind of agree with you. I remember watching a documentary. Uh, I think what, what a documentary it was like a news story on uh, CNBC. Anyway, business thing, but uh, and they was talking about how the uh, the current leadership of Ferrari they wanted to bring it back and. Because people, it's like there were too many Ferraris out there, so they were diluting the brand a little bit. The name Ferrari was being thrown out, and they needed to get control of that. Hey. But at the same, and, and I agreed and disagreed with it. I mean, I, I, I
1: kind of get that, yeah.
0: But uh, I think what some kid put, like, some dumb rap on a Ferrari and, and everything, and he's just like, hey, you, you're going to take that off. <laughs> like they was like, no, nah, you can't do that. And it's like, it right. was like, uh, I'll pay for this car to do what I want. Yes. <laughs> but um, I don't think doing this right here is going to help that case because like no. you said, they are, they, this is going to be the, I, I got a, part of me believes that it, that, you know, most Ferraris are bought by people who want to drive cars.
1: Yes, I, I mean, yeah. while I, I think that this Ferrari will be a slightly different, the this Ferrari buyer, I think the surprise for Ferrari will be that it, it will not be the demographic they probably anticipate. Because I, I feel like the, the FF and the Lusso were a lot of times bought by Ferrari owners who had a bunch of Ferraris and wanted one for their wife to drive or wanted one that they would take on a ski trip. Like it wasn't the Ferrari that people were buying to enjoy driving a Ferrari daily. And I think this Mm -hmm. Ferrari will be bought with that intention.
0: Yeah. And and that'll bring up
1: a whole nother series of things for Ferrari is that how will this do as a daily commuter vehicle, Again, more of like a commodity vehicle instead of a rarity vehicle.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you, but uh, in most aspects of that, I think uh, I disagree one thing. I think they actually do anticipate that this be the this is the Ferrari that you can actually drive seven days a week. If, well, let's hope it's and,
1: built to that standard.
0: Uh, well, I, I hope it is too, because, like you said, they have had uh, issues. Their issues with uh, you know things not working the way that they were uh, they intended in to work on a daily basis. Uh, so, this is my complaint about the car.
1: Okay, let's hear it. All right,
0: um, you know how the we we have uh, described our complaints, our feelings of how people slap the SUV tag on things. And the yes. crossover tag on things. Yes, and uh, all the. I would. I understand why they are calling it an SUV. I just want them to be better than that.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. <laughs> if 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 I were like an automotive journalist who had a YouTube channel where I had instant access to pretty much every car as it came out. The title of my content for this vehicle would be The Hottest Hatch, because that's what it really is. It's a hot hatchback. It's a hot four door hatchback. And that, I mean, that's it. There's no buts. It's just a hot, hot hatchback.
0: Speaking of the word hot, hot take, I just thought of this. No, this is the, uh, the, uh, the, the Hyundai, uh, oh gosh, the Hyundai, oh gosh, uh, Veloster taken to the nth degree.
1: Oh, nice. Yes. Only this it has is, four doors instead of three
0: doors. Yeah. Hey, I mean, but if you're going to take it to the other degree, Hey, you know what we can do instead of putting one, making it in three doors, let's do, let's put two suicide doors on it. That's right. Let's, let's jack it up a little bit. Just a little bit. we do not to jack it up too much.
1: No, but uh, okay. Do you want to see but, mine? Because this led me down a rabbit hole. I'm going to show you mine. I well, built I, one, I uh, couldn't yeah, price show me one. That. So I built one, but I didn't price one because there is no price, but I built it.
0: Yeah, because if you got to price it, you got to ask for the price. You can't afford it. Let's see this thing. Holy crap. That's brown.
1: <laughs> is that brown? That's brown, brother. That is a brown you, Ferrari with white accents on the wheels and white brake calipers
0: that is for lack of better terms right now dope that is cool and i i that's a pretty good look well like you were talking a little bit before we got on um there's there's a rabbit hole when you uh when you jump in uh start building some of these super luxury cars because everything is an option how do you how do you feel how do you feel about the dashboard and how that looks because I I it, saw something that some people didn't like it, but I was like, "No, nah, that's fine." Eh, I mean, it kind of fits. If if you ask me, I mean, for for hyper car level
1: quality vehicle, potentially, um, this minimizes the the busyness of the car. I mean, I'm not a big fan of capacitive touch and piano black and all, all the. I I would rather see physical buttons, but that's just crotchety old Bill. Right, that likes physical buttons, but they've the, the screens are fairly minimized when you compare them to other vehicles in this price point. So I'm not mad at it. I mean, that's, you know, probably the easiest way to say it. I mean, yeah, it's not the way I would build it, but no, n- nobody else would buy it the way I build it. So, you know, it is what it is.
0: You're right. I would buy it. What are you talking about? I'm, I'm not a nobody.
1: <laughs> okay. So do you want to see? So here's what I did I just said, what are the most expensive, or I guess that's not even really the word I should use. What is the, what are the most luxurious, plush, coddling SUVs that money can buy? If I've got a bunch of money and I want everybody to know that I've got a bunch of money, what are the SUVs I can buy right now? And I realize you have
0: fourteen a, tabs open.
1: There's a bunch of them. So, right, just
0: just go down this. I'm gonna roll oh, through. Yeah. Them. Uh, you ain't gonna get the, you ain't gonna get that high in that. I would actually buy that car if I wanted to spend that much money. Yeah. Uh, so the Genesis
1: GV80, best dollar for value, hands down. Genesis can do they can do no wrong right now. Everything they're building is just awesome, um, and this is a lot of features and luxury for sixty three thousand dollars. Let's call it sixty five thousand dollars. You can put everything you want on there. The car is pretty nice. It ain't the best to look at, but it does look like an SUV. It doesn't look like an, a hatchback trying to be an SUV. It doesn't look like a station wagon trying not to be a minivan. It looks like an SUV. So I, I like it. I mean, I wouldn't buy it, but I like it. You would buy it. Next up, what I like to call value performance the Jaguar F Pace.
0: My mother in law has one of those.
1: This is also not a bad looking vehicle. Um, this is the like fast version, whatever they call it. Forget what the trim level is, but I'm in it for $97,295.
0: It's, it's called SVR.
1: Yes. SVR. I
0: went white on right. white with black yep. inserts. All right. And so again, you're going to let me, I don't me, hate it. You, you're going to let me comment on each one of these things. If I'm going to look at them. Go ahead. My mother-in-law, ha- my mother-in-law has that, not the SVR.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Um, uh I always kind of like them. It's time for them to up- update it. Go ahead.
1: It, it is time to update it. I agree. This is this styling's getting a little long in the tooth. But from a performance standpoint, if you want a performance SUV, this might be the bargain to get right now.
0: Okay. Uh, probably because it's due for a facelift. Yep. Oh, you timed out. You you went the dare?
1: Believe it or not, price-wise, this is about the next step up. The Jeep Grand Wagoneer. This is American coddle luxury plushness. Um, I went greenish color on brown for a 113000 dollars basically.
0: All right, my comment on that is. I like them way more than I thought I was gonna like them. I never I would not buy one because it does not fit my use any use case that I ever had.
1: Yes. I, I think they're too too cushy and too large. Um they're basically a 15 passenger van without the seats. Okay, so
0: another 15 passenger van without seats. Go ahead.
1: Here's another 15 <laughs> passenger van without the seats, but with a slightly better looking design language. The Lincoln Navigator. This is the Black Label Label L. So long wheelbase. Again, as luxurious as you can get for a hundred and fourteen five.
0: Uh, I would. The only reason I would buy that over the uh, the Grand Wagoneer is because you can get uh, concierge service on it. That's it. Yeah, it's pretty.
1: It's. I think it's a pretty nice vehicle, but I wouldn't buy it either. Okay. Up next. The one Stanley would really want. It's the Lincoln. It's the Cadillac Escalade ESV V, all-wheel drive.
0: That is a funky looking green color. That's not my comment.
1: (laughs) It is a cool. I I thought it was a different. You will never see one in this green.
0: Never. never.
1: This is why I would buy it in that green with this like champagne brown red colored interior. Because you will never Uh, see one in this color.
0: All right. My comment on that is, uh, I think of the big three Americans, if I was going to, if I had to buy one, I think that would probably be it. Uh, not the V. Uh, Daniel, if you're listening, when you upgrade yours, you can go ahead and get that one. So me and Bill have a chance of riding it. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I think uh, the, v, the V would probably not be, I mean, I probably wouldn't buy any of them, but. I, the V's cool, and plus, I was like, if I'm trying to make a statement with my money, the
0: V's the way to go. All I, right. So, it, so that in all reality, in all reality, I would go with that over the Denali. The the Denali, but um, for I like the interior better than in that than the Denali. It looked, I I do too. I, and uh, I don't like, I, but I like the look of the exterior of the Denali better. So. I, it, Range Rover. That's not the new one. That's not the new one.
1: It's it's not the newest one because they don't have a building price on the newest one yet. So this is the Range Rover, long wheelbase, seven-passenger seating for $164,000.
0: Green, because that's what color should be. That's
1: right, because it's it's Land Land Rover, Range Rover. Yep. The Mercedes Maybach. Now, I wanted to build the G-Wagon, but not the luxury plushness of the Maybach, so Maybach. So I had to go with the Maybach GLS 600, Um, and this was really the first SUV in my lineup of SUVs that I got to where I was dumbfounded by the number of
0: options. Oh, yeah, everything is an option. The crazy thing is there, there is, there, there is a vehicle above that. Oh uh, yeah,
1: this is one hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars.
0: There is a um, uh, Brambus does a version of that that costs even more. Uh, Brabus Brabus Harvey's Brabus, yeah Brabus. Okay. Up next, okay.
2: It
1: is the Porsche Cayenne Turbo GT the highest trim level performance package you can get? Um, this is not the SUV from Porsche I would
0: buy, but it is okay. It is Uh, not the one I would buy. Whoa. Blow up that back picture again. What is going on with the tail? I didn't realize they moved the tailpipes to the center.
1: Yeah, tailpipes are in the center now. It's a new thing this year. Um, So that's $195,450. I would buy the Macan. Just just saying. I would too. And I think that's more on size competition with the ferrari which kind of led to this discussion but again i wasn't really going based on size because we're all over the place on size um really just going after price point and luxury here up next maserati
0: i recommended that car to uh to to neil and he didn't want to listen to me
1: i'm going to be honest with you at 114 thousand dollars, this car like has a lot of really good options and features and tons of personalization. And you don't see many of these. I mean, you're not going to see a lot of these on the road. So it's a pretty cool pick. Like I wasn't mad at this one either because it's also just a hot hatchback and it's a, you know, luxury performance branded hatchback.
0: All right. Now my comment on that one real quick. So I did recommend that, that to Neil. Uh, when he was in his SUV search when he was getting rid of the what was it a two fifty the F two fifty?
1: Yeah, and he he wound up going to a Jeep, but then he went to the Porsche Macan GTS.
0: Because so, essentially what that car is, is it shares a chassis with the Jeep it with a Ferrari engine and, you know, some Chrysler that goes switch gear. But it is interesting
1: the, that it is like the weirdest redheaded stepchild of vehicles ever made.
0: Yeah, but uh, like you said, you do not see that car. I saw—I actually—I saw one last week, but that may have been the first one I saw. year.
1: I have not seen one ever. Okay, so that's that guy up next. Might mm-hmm. be my favorite. Okay, the Aston Martin DBX V8. Again, just a hot hatchback, nothing special. Definitely not an SUV despite what they may be claiming she's just a hatchback i was thoroughly impressed with the number of color personalization options you could do when building this car and the pricing for those choices wasn't just like ridiculously expensive um and i'd build it in like this weird like metallic british green with gold accented wheels which looks awesome i mean it Next to the Ferrari, I would have a hard time picking which one of these I was going to jump in and drive if both yeah. were sitting in the driveway.
0: I really do like the the Aston Martin, the DBX. I always thought it was a really good-looking thing, car. Like you said, I, people can call these things whatever they want to call them. I, I call it what I'm going to call it. It is it is not really an SUV. Um, not- I really do like the way it looks. Uh, hey, if, J, if James Bond can drive it, there you go. I'm just saying. That's right. Just saying. All right. What we got next? Up next, the Lamborghini
1: Uvula. <laughs> really? <laughs> That's what we're going to call it? Yeah, sure. The Uris. So really? I, this is the Uris Performante. Um, this is the higher performance trim level. I build really? it in in flat brown with gold wheels. Because it's absolutely how I would drive it. Uh, sorry, bronze bronze wheels. Again, no no price here, but super cool vehicle. Also had plenty of options to choose from on stuff,
0: um, but not my favorite. I like the that Ferrari is, better. That is a very unique color you have on that one. Um, I saw one of the first time I saw one of them. It was being delivered to uh, uh, somebody near here was and let me guess it was like
1: bright yellow or red or green
0: um actually it was white okay and, um it was white See, with uh i would do this in white with those, i
1: would do this in white with those bronze wheels too but i thought the brown was kind of cool like brown is like an ugly car color sometimes so like you don't think of putting brown on a high performance exotic car so I just think it looks cool.
0: I would do it. Brown has a unique, is one of those unique colors that is for pretty cars and very, very pretty cars and very ugly cars all at the same time. That's right. Okay. Okay.
1: So up next, speaking of ugly cars with brown paint on them is the <laughs> Bentley Bentayga. <laughs> the Bentley Bentayga EWB Azure V8. I, build it in brown with brown interior actually kind of a dark brown interior with walnut and uh yeah
0: uh, uh, all the suvs really if i had the money and i had to drive one of these things and to actually fit my use case that would probably be the thing that fits my use case the most
1: really this
0: one but what why? Because it's it's the G, it's the GT of it. is It's fast, but it isn't really a sports yes. thingy. It's not trying to pretend to be that. And it is super, 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 super luxurious. And and it's ugly. And you know, <laughs> I, <laughs> so it's like it's like buy a, a bulldog. It's like getting a bulldog. It's like get a, a French bulldog or something. It's like oh, everybody likes it because it's ugly, right? And I like the interior better than I like the interior of that, that you're going to talk about next. Wow. You guys,
2: are... Yeah. So I like, I... up next and wh- is the,
1: the Rolls Royce. Whatever it is. What's this thing called? Rolls Cullinan. Royce. Yeah. Colon. 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 The Rolls Royce colon. Um and I I did the like black edition, like there was some different trim levels or options or whatever. This is like the Uber luxury one. It even comes with leather folding padded tailgate seats. Yep. Um, for like while you're resting on your pheasant hunt or while you're doing some sporting clays. They, and they're, uh
0: they're truffle hunting.
1: Yes. And This is I I rounded out with this one because one I feel like it's probably the most expensive and two it also has suicide rear doors like the Ferrari so we bookended with suicide doors Um, I'm I'm not the biggest fan of this thing I think it's pretty ugly but it is probably my number two pick for the most actual SUV ish of the group why is that? Because it actually looks like an SUV, like a brick of an SUV. It doesn't look like it's almost a minivan. It doesn't look like it's almost a station wagon. It still looks like an SUV. Like the 80-year-old design person who gave final approval on the design of this thing was like, no, it's going to look like an SUV because we're building an SUV. Okay.
0: Okay. That's my uh, opinion. I, I see where you're getting at. Um,
1: man, that Ferrari is good looking.
0: The, I, of that bunch, I will 100% agree with you. They built the best looking, super expensive hot hatch ever. The bestest. But I have an I, issue. I
1: think the Aston's number two. So I would say the Ferrari, then Aston, then Maserati, then the Porsche. That's my that's my order.
0: I would say, eh, yeah, I'll go with you. Oh, look at that! We just agreed. Wow,
1: look at that!
0: We just agreed. I do have an issue with your with your 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 list of things that you built. Which one did you, I
1: miss? Because I knew that I was going to miss one that you would have done.
0: And I so I'm looking at this one. It's an SUV ish, hatchback ish thing it costs way more than it need to cost way more than anybody really wants to pay for it. But there's somebody out there that's paying for it because you know, people do weird things. So I'm going to show you this and then you're going to be upset that you forgot what happened to it.
2: Can't show it to to me if it doesn't exist. Where'd it go? Oh gosh. Um,
0: well, while I uh, I don't know where it went. My tab was open. I don't know where it went. Um, well, the Tesla Model X.
1: <laughs> I did not put the Tesla Model X in there because I wasn't doing any um, EVs. Oh, cool. I, I figured
0: that because was... was it, because
1: was, I also didn't include the Rivian R1S.
0: I agree. I understand. And I knew that that was the excuse she was going to come up with. However... Comma pause for effect. Oh, it's, it's over there. There it goes. The reason why I would have said that is one, because you can actually buy this right now. You can buy an R1S
1: right now. They're delivering them.
0: Are they? Yeah. Are they?
1: They started customer they? deliveries last week. Last, last week? Yep.
0: I'm so surprised. Can you see my screen?
1: I can see your Tesla Model
0: X. All right. The only reason I put that on there is this right there hundred and fifty-nine thousand four hundred and ninety dollars for the ugliest thing that Tesla builds. The worst. I. It is obvious. I am not that big of a Tesla fan. I'm not that. that I'm not that guy. I respect that car, or the Tesla. Um, actually, I think we. I just came up with a, a show idea while we were talking uh, about. What we should talk about, we'll we'll, we'll talk about that other. But this is the, in my opinion, the least attractive Tesla that is being built. That, yeah, that I, I built. would
1: I would agree with that statement.
0: And I don't understand. This is not an SUV. It, you can't even get. Can you get bench seats in the back? I don't think you can get bench seats in the back. I, don't I think, think so. that should. Yeah. No. I don't like it. The doors are weird. I don't like it. I do like it.
1: So, um, so vehicles that didn't make my list and intentionally did make my list were the okay. Tesla Model X, okay. the, the Rivian R1S, and the Hummer. Okay. And they are all three luxury SUVs, but they're also all three EVs. And so I didn't put them on the list because I feel like that's a whole separate conversation. Oh,
0: well. I would have not put the Rivian on the list because I didn't know they were delivering them already. I would have put the Hum on the list because I wouldn't really count that as the luxury, but it does have a gigantic price tag. Um, and you know, I don't think you missed none. If you if you listening, if you, we missed one, hey, how about email us at bscarguys at gmail.com? Um, yes, please. Uh, uh, and tell us what we missed. Uh, but I don't think you missed one. Besides the coach builds, because things can get, oh, you did miss one. Ooh, oh, I, I just thought about the BMW XB7. Oh,
1: I did miss the BMW 7. You're right. Yep.
0: Is the XB7, it? XB7 Alpine, the Alpine XB7 or whatever.
1: Isn't it a,
2: is it a hybrid? Nope. It's just still a gas burner.
0: Yep. It's okay for you to miss one.
1: Well, it
0: was... It, I mean, the I Mercedes is why. technically a hybrid. That's
1: true. It is. I don't know why because I thought about it and it was definitely mentally on my list. But for some reason, it didn't happen.
0: Maybe it's because you had 17 tabs open. Well, that could have been part of it. And seven. <laughs> Yeah, you could be right. I mean, it's okay, Bill. I forgive you. I forgive you. Also, it's, I'm a, it's,
1: it might actually be somehow uglier than the Bentley.
0: No, no, no. I, I, wouldn't. are you see, sure? Look, I'm pretty see,
1: sure it's uglier than the Bentley.
0: We were going to end this on a, on a, an agreement, and you had to go muck it up. Look, they you... actually
1: have it in a baby diaper, brown green color. Like that's the, that's what you got to pick for it is that ugly green color. That's but. the only thing that works. What's the ugliest wheel choice you got? Oh, I'm going gaudy now. Yes. No, you can get worse. Let me get worse. That's worse.
0: Yeah, that's worse. This is you actually than the M7 or the X7 or the just, X? Uh, the... Just the X. The X in diaper
2: green. Diaper feel green. I think that's the color. It's the official color.
0: You did can't, you, find, oh, I did you
2: find Diaper Field Green?
0: No, no. I was looking at why couldn't I build the XB7. And the reason why I can't build the XB7 is because the uh, X7 is. Uh, no, no, no. It, it, what it is, is uh, they uh, the X7 is getting refreshed right now. I know somebody who has an order on you know, one. And uh, so the XB7, you can't build it yet because it's not. Oh,
1: okay. Gotcha. Yeah.
0: But, uh, yeah, that's the only one I can think about you missed. Maybe the Lexus?
1: Yeah, I didn't do the Lexus either. I mean, you're right. I missed that. That was a genuine miss. I did think about the BMW and just forgot to do it, but um, you're right. The The Lexus probably should have been on the list. I, I probably didn't the- do that because I was mad It was there wasn't a Toyota Land Cruiser to be on the list so here's my bmw that i built in diaper field green you see that
2: guy let
0: me uh, let me let me look back over here what you're doing oh, oh. S- explain this to me the last two all right bmw is a fully functional that's not a bmw <laughs> uh i was like wait a minute they didn't do that to the interior um BMW, when you build in a car, and Rolls Royce, when you build in a car, why are their configurators so ugly? Yeah, all that money they all that money they're charging for the cars, they can't build a good configurator. Come on, man!
1: Now let me tell you, after all the cars that we just, all the SUVs that we just looked at, and hatchbacks. Mm-hmm. Tell me that's not the most practical one out of the whole bunch. This is this is why because we should have this is a whole other t- topic to talk about the EVs. But look at the price tag on this EV. This is $102,000. When you compare what this is and how luxurious it is to those other ones we just talked about,
0: this is this is like the buy right here. In in, in all reality if you need it to go off road, if you needed it to work every day, of all those things, this would probably be the one I would buy as well. Um, I, because I, I mean, it's gonna start because it, it's electric. Um, you're gonna get the most room, and to be honest, it doesn't cost as much as all these other things, so it is kind of the bar, one of the bargains in the group. Yeah, and it is the one that you're gonna see the is you're not really gonna see that many of them. And, you know, you get experience in the expansion of technology altogether. Uh, but my other comment about that, actually, you know what? I retract all that. Stop right there. Stop on that picture right there. This is why I can't buy this. Explain this to me. Rivian, Lucid, and Tesla have these gigantic screens. And you know what they won't let you do?
2: Hold your phone in.
0: Apple. CarPlay, and Android Auto. Why? I don't understand. I, well, I do understand, but that ain't the point. Why, why can't I do that? <laughs> you,
1: you do understand, you're just not happy about it. Exactly.
0: Why? I mean, I got to use your spoke. I don't think, um, if my memory serving me correctly, um, they were... Sh- I think the Teslas were wasn't even coming with an FM tuner or something or something dumb like that. It was all connected Spotify type stuff. No, I don't want that. I don't even yeah. listen to AM/FM stuff. But I don't right. want right, right. But uh oh, I did uh, another one that you forgot was the uh oh the Audi.
1: So I didn't choose the Audi because I chose the Porsche and I chose the Lamborghini, and they're all the same. So that was an intentional. I left out the the Q7 because I felt like you were going to get similar performance and characteristics from the Porsche, and I didn't do the like RSQ eight, eight because the Lamborghini's in there. So I intentionally left those vehicles out, um, for a reason. And those were the reasons, but yes, you're right. I did not show the Audi. Um, but, hot, but that, that take. was a logical thought.
0: Hot take. If you would have included the Audi, the rsq 8 would at least tie with the Porsche for my third favorite. Okay. Best looking. Yeah. Yes. It's
1: not bad. It's not bad. It's, I mean, I it's like it better, better, but
0: it's the better looking Lamborghini and, um, and, and now, the Porsche, now you're throwing some shade. It's the better I looking. I uh, And I don't. It ain't gonna sound like the Porsche. It's not gonna be the Porsche. But then again, I don't know if I really want a Porsche. in That scenario. I don't know. I don't know. You go get a. I'll go get an RSQ8. You go get a, 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 a Cayenne, and we will just drive them, and we'll see which one the we like Again, I would How buy about? the Macan. I would buy the Macan, not the. The, the... No, we're not talking about the Macan right now. We're talking about this. I'll, I'll. Get, how about this? You go get the Macan and I'll go get our RS Six Avant, and then we'll see if, which one likes the car better.
1: No, 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 no. I mean, it's. I mean, no, I mean, no, I mean. no, 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 sir, no. No, just no.
0: I just Um, know
1: if anybody's getting the wagon it's me I can't believe you had the gall the audacity to even think that there was a world where you would get the wagon and I would have to get the weird crossover hatchback thing it's called karma
0: uh Uh what is this thing you're looking at right now
1: so I I had I was going to tell you but this is my bring a trailer picks for the week this is a 1972 Nissan Skyline 2000 GT 5-speed. They have um, kitted it with GTR stuff. It's not an actual uh, Haku or whatever the people call it for the GTRs, um, mm. which is why it's currently only $30,000 with two days left.
0: But somebody
1: hit up most of the right pieces. It looks really good.
0: It does. It does. I, I will I agree with you.
1: So anyway, that was my fruit. that that was my number two pick. My number one pick is this guy right here.
0: Of course, it's a Volvo. Oh, that's it's a... it's a cool a Volvo. Time out. You that has been your that car has been a pick. We've seen that car before. Well, I if, think we've... if
1: we have it's no, it was a different version. I mean, it's the same model, but somebody else was selling one similar. But anyway, this one's in good nick also. And uh, I like it. So it's a 1971 Volvo 142E. I think the last one I shared was like a 140, or maybe a 144. But anyway, this one's a 142E with a four-speed manual, and it's brown because brown car. So anyway, that's All right. that's it. Let's talk about some of these words that that are car words.
0: You know, I think we should save that for another podcast. And how we're already 120 minutes since it's Hour and 20 minutes into this. OK, so we'll just wrap probably, this up
1: and we'll get back to that later. Uh,
0: I have a, I do have one final little story. It, I must tell you and then you're going to spend the last few minutes being upset. So a friend that had the uh, has had the uh, Mach-E GT does not have the Mach-E GT anymore. Wow. Got gone that fast? Yeah, it had it. It gave him it gave him an error. At at work, and then it frustrated him, and then he traded, he sold it, but he traded it in, and and actually got the car that he traded in for it back, which is weird. I don't know how that car was still on that lot.
1: Wait, he did what now?
0: So he, in order to get that car, he traded in a uh, an Edge ST.
1: Yep. So he got his Edge ST back.
0: The exact same Edge ST back. Really. From the same dealership. That's kind of crazy. That is kind of crazy. So this is my thought about it, and I want to get your opinion on it. Okay. You're going to have five minutes to go. They said that he blew a high capacity, some some kind of capacitor in that car. I say, and it was going to take months for them to get the part in.
1: How how do they think he did it?
0: Uh, they think they, he they,
1: pried they, something open with a screwdriver and threw a ball of steel wool onto some contacts. I mean, how do they think he damaged it?
0: That it's it not was covered, covered under warranty. Oh, it's covered under warranty. It's just okay. going to take us. It was going to take uh, a few uh, uh, some time to get it fixed, right? Okay. This is my theory because he is a marine. I think they saw that he was visibly frustrated and they wanted that car. Oh. And they told him that oh. to frustrate him even more so they could buy that car back somehow, somewhere.
1: Interesting.
0: That's my theory. Cause I am willing, if I see that car fixed in the next couple of weeks, I'm i I'm to keep checking that website. And if that car's for sale for $80,000, somebody might go to jail. It won't be me, but somebody might go to jail. Well, you know, that's a
1: really interesting thing because with all these new rules that are coming down the line for these dealerships and these markups, as a used car, they can do whatever the heck they want with it. Yes, they can. So you raise a very interesting theory.
0: I, mm. yeah, I, in my, I, in my heart of hearts, they saw that he was frustrated and things were going wrong with his car and they know somebody who was willing to pay more, uh, some money for that car and they wanted that car back. And all they had to do is tell them, give him the right line. And they was gonna get that car back in order to make some more money. And they were gonna make make some money off the other sales somehow, somewhere.
2: Ah, uh, you know what? I think you're right.
0: Because I think it's that car is six months old. He charges that car at home ninety nine point nine nine percent of the time. He charges it on a outside of his house charger. One time. Once. Ooh. And he blew a capacitor?
2: Yeah, I don't know if I buy that.
0: And yeah, of course, he drives it fast because, you know, he drives everything fast. Uh, But I was like, nah, son, this don't make sense to me. Capacitors just don't, blow like that that ain't how that really works i was like i understand this new vehicle is new to market everything new about it but that don't sound but i mean that should be take one out and plug one in yes yes it's like one of the advantages of, of electric cars is their simplicity
2: yeah,
1: is, I'm. I'm a little confused by that information. There's, there's something there that doesn't make sense to me. There's yeah. definitely some red flags in that story. Yep,
0: yeah, yeah. But if, if I call you randomly, it's like, hey, I had to go bail my friend out of jail. That's what it was about.
1: I'll understand totally.
0: Yeah, because I will definitely bail him out of jail on that one. But, oh, uh, for sure. With that being said, um. Uh, Ford dealerships, not Ford. Ford some Ford dealerships. I think y'all get no on some people. And the the law, i.e., what's his name? Bill Ford, Frank Ford. What's the what's the, what dude? Bill name?
1: France or whatever.
0: What's the, the guy's name? I was I couldn't remember his name. He's coming for you. Whatever yes. his name is. The new the CEO of Ford. Yes. But anyway, that's all I got.
1: Hey, I'm I'm good. If you're good, I'm good.
0: That was another episode of the BS Car Guys podcast. You can reach out to us at uh, the BS Car Guys or at gmail dot com. You can hit us up on the Facebooks. Uh, you can hit bill up on the Facebooks. You can comment on the uh, on the show.
1: Yeah, you can go to uh, my YouTube channel and leave your feedback there. It's uh, there's a bill, there's a way.
0: Yep. Hey, where are you traveling to? I just thought about it. no what we're not talking about that we're already uh, <laughs> we're hour done. Done. nope we're not doing
1: We're done. It. We're done. Night, Bill. Good night, Stanley. Love you. I love
2: you more. Aw.